here, there, and everywhere. SAFM 104.6 FM in Twane. Hashtag SAFM Talking Point. Well, we seem to have overrun a little with that conversation on diabetes, which means that we won't have uh, that much time uh, for the next subject we're going to get into, uh, which is the Brackenfell High School Racism Report. A lot has already been said about it. You remember on Monday, the Western Cape Education MEC, Debbie Schaefer, uh, releasing a, a statement saying that there's no evidence that people were excluded based on their race uh, from that Brackenfell High School matric function and you'd remember the high school was accused of being racist and uh, the MEC commissioned a report and she says the school has been completely cleared. Uh, Dr. Mandisi Majavu is a senior lecturer in the Department of Political and International Studies at Rhodes. Uh, Dr. Majavu, good morning and thanks for joining us today. Um, good morning. Thank you for uh, inviting me. I'm sure you've had a chance to look at the full statement that was released by uh, the Western Cape MEC on uh, this report and why she believes that um, there certainly was no racism that took place in the organizing of that event. I'm curious to know your own impressions or interpretations of that report. Um, well, I mean, I haven't seen any report. I mean, what I've seen is a press statement, um, and um, and apparently, you know, um, the Western Cape Department of Education is keeping this report uh, a secret. Uh, it doesn't it doesn't want it to re- to release it uh, to the public, and and uh, because um, so now we are left to wonder, you know, how this re- report was put together to begin with. You know, we do not know who was interviewed. We do not know what kind of questions they were asked. Um, we, do know, we do not know how many people were interviewed. Um, we don't even know if the researchers who put together this report actually have you know, uh, educational training on issues around race and racism. Um, but what the statement um, does do and achieve very well is really to change the subject. You know, um, now we're no longer talking about you know, uh, white racism at Brackenfell High School, but now we're supposed to talk about um, you know, um, you know, this supposedly you know, collective madness that you know, um, black parents and, and, and black people you know, um, compose on and suffer from. You know, and, and as a result, you know, they see racism all over the place, um, which you know, Debbie Schaefer says does not exist, and we're supposed to take your word for it. Um, so I, I, I saw that you know, the statement is, you know, is very disappointing. Um, I'd love to see uh, an independent inquiry on this matter um, because right now it's very hard to have a conversation about this issue because we don't have all the facts. It's such an important point that you're raising, right? Because when one even looks at the statement that has been issued by the MEC, the version of events that is listed there follows a specific chronological order. But we we don't actually know who contributed to this. So um, does this reflect the voices of... Um, white parents, does it reflect the voices of black parents, of white learners, of black learners um, at, at, Brackenfell, at Brackenfell High School? Interesting that despite the fact that it, it says that they, they haven't found any 
racism in connection with this event. They are, however, aware of other incidents of racial tensions at the school. Right. And um, that's one thing we know for sure, that actually, you know, uh, students who have studied at the school uh, have actually come out and, uh, and, and, and condemned and critiqued the school for um, racism experience while at the school. Um, you know, current students at the school also bemoan, you know, the racist norms and racist culture, you know, that really define the school. So, this, you know, this is known. Okay, people have complained about it. So it's not, it's not, even, a, it's not even a dispute that actually, you know, allegations of racism have been made in the past. Okay, um, so that we know for a fact. Um, but in this case, um, you, know, um, you know, they are denying it. Uh, but, you know, there's a long history, you know, and there's a, you know, there's a pattern here of, of, of racism. And, you know, which, you know, lead, you know, rational people to conclude that actually, uh, even if this was a private function, even to say that if this was a private function, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's really, I mean, it's, that's not an issue. Because actually I, 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 actually, I would expect it, you know, to be all white if it was a private function. Why? Because, you know, re research shows that, you know, white people can tolerate going to school with blacks. Whites can tolerate going to the same place with blacks. But what whites won't put up with is to socialize with blacks outside of school and outside of the workplace. Now, that's asking whites too much. Okay, this is what research shows. And, uh, and so to say that this was a private function, actually, for me, it really confirms what research already shows. When, when I look at some of the recommendations that have been made, um, you know, we're told about a diversity committee that uh, had been set up. This is following racist behaviors. This was already earlier on in the year. But now that there's going to be other structures that are set up to um, allow for more feedback from parents, for more uh, for more activities for with the with the learner representative councils more diversity workshops it sounds to me like they, there's a lot of work that is then going to be done to try and contain exactly how people's views on this matter uh, are expressed at least within the the structures of the school yes and uh, and there's one thing that you know the DA and Western Cape is good at, and that is to deny and constrain, you know, um, discussions and conversations around white racism. And uh, they mustered this, um, you know, this, uh, you know, this practice. And um, and and I, I see from the reports that they are also going to bring, you know, the you know people from the Institute of uh, Justice and Reconciliation. Now, this institution, you know, has a long history, you know, of of of, of really essentially acting as inspectors of blacks, inspectors of, of natives, basically just training black people how to respond to white racism. Because, you know, before uh, there was ever an institute of, you know, just reconciliation, you know, there were, um, you know, joint councils. And, and so, it's, it's, it's a big kind of to really emanate from this kind of history, right? And so they've mastered, you know, this, this practice. Um, and, um, and, and, and this buzzword about diversity 
really, it's not a word that is used to say that actually we're going to try and disrupt you know, racism. We're really going to try and, and disrupt, you know, uh, the racist, you know, social relationships that exist, you know, in the school. No, that, that's not the goal. It's just they don't even say that. Okay. This diversity that they, they imagine is basically people sitting together, black and white together, and not mentioning you know, issues around race, and, and basically just pretending and smiling, and, and, and then that's it. Um, it. It doesn't go anywhere what's going, you know, this, this diversity project that, that they've got in mind, in my, in, in my reading case. Smangelen Soshanguve, uh, very briefly, what's your view on this report? Katie, how are you? How, how are you, ma'am? I'm well, thank you, ma'am. Go for it. I, I, I'm good. Kathy, uh, just to be in short, ne? Uh, racism, I think we have a very, very long way to go with it. Mm. Because of if we are looking back where we are coming from with apartheid, you can never find a, black, a, black, a, 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 a white man complaining about racism against black people okay now there is something that you really really need to understand in this man it is very very core going back to our religious going back to where we are coming from white people not all of them remember there are those who have the element of racism that is what they are born with and then they cannot get rid of it. They carry it forward to their descendants, Kathy. One time there was a fellow who called. He said that if only we black people, we can actually uh, integrate our school here in the township, upgrade them, make them into the good standard. And then there in the towns, those white people who are actually uh, uh, the educators, that's whereby they will see that they do need to sustain their jobs. Because of if you can check in the multiracial schools, uh, the black people, the, the black children are, are actually becoming the majority. So if only we black people, we can actually remember where we are coming from, going back to our roots and restoring who we are and maintaining who we are, Kathy, and living to ourselves then we can actually understand where we are, where, where we are, go, where we are going. All right, Smangele, I'm going we to... can understand where we are coming from. I'm going to have to cut it there because, of course, we're heading towards the update at noon. Dr. Majavo, is that the answer, really? Um, I'll have to respectfully disagree. Mm. Um, I mean, for me, really, the answer is, you know, we as a country, you know, we have not had... A really a honest conversation about racism, um, you know, for all sorts of reasons. Uh, and one of those reasons, you know, it's it's, the, it's it's funny uh, you say that. Yeah. Sorry to come in there. It's funny you say that yeah, because no, no, we're fine. always talking about race. So uh, when you say we're not having an honest conversation, what does that mean? Well, it's always you know we always have this conversation around this framing of non-racialism that actually you know we should be colorblind. 
you know, uh, that actually, you know, we shouldn't point out how, you know, racism is, is being expressed in post apartheid South Africa. Actually, we shouldn't hold people accountable, in, in, you know, that actually we should be moving on, okay, without having these difficult conversations, okay, and then we're very superficial about it, and then we talk about where we, where we would like to go, which is this colorblind, um, you know, um, you know, utopia. And that's not a conversation about, you know, where we are right now. And that's not an honest conversation about, you know, holding people accountable and, and people actually, you know, admitting that actually, okay, they've erred here and there and, and that actually this is how they're going to fix things. I mean, you know, Blackfield High School is a perfect example, right? We are re- they are ready to move on, you know, David Schaefer and, 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 and her entourage because they, as far as they're concerned, there's no racism there. You know, they, they've all been absorbed now. Okay, and, and now they've moved on. Now they now they they, they they are urging us, you know, to you know to condemn. You know, all these other people, all these other people have responded, you know, and and reacted on on on, on you know uh, you know against this white racism. Okay, now that's not the conversation that I, I have in mind. Um, that that's just a really a, a political kind of a you know point scoring discussion. It's not a honest honest conversation. Dr. Majavu, we're going to have to leave it there. Thank you so much uh, for your time. He's a senior lecturer in the, pop- in the Department of Political and International Studies at Rose. We certainly need much more time in future uh, to reflect on these issues with him. It's 12 o'clock. Sakina Kamwendo is up next with the update at noon.